This is the Pulse of Healthcare, broadcast from the Ovation Health Studios. Our podcast targets the challenges surrounding healthcare today in the United States. Our host, Dr. John McCormick, an expert in the industry, offers common sense and pioneering solutions for the future of healthcare. All right, I am Chad Stubblefield, and I am here with Dr. John McCormick in our first ever podcast. How are you doing today, Dr. John? Hey, I'm doing great, Chad, and thanks for uh, thanks for having me uh, here in the inaugural Ovation Health Studio for podcasting. Pretty excited to be here. This it, it's very exciting, right? So if we're able to get some uh, people that are interested in putting some sort of healthcare ideology out there, or just speaking about the industry. You need to check this out. I mean, we got the soundproofing, we have the mics. It's it's going to be an exciting kind of experience and a journey that you're going on here. Um, I do want to ask you though, what is your motivation and who are you? What's your experience in this industry, and why should people listen to you? Wow, that's a great question. <clears throat> I actually started in healthcare when I was a little child. My my, fa- <laughs> my father was the first open the first. HMO in the state of Texas back in the 1970s. His license wow. number was like 0001. And so I grew up in the healthcare space and, and kind of absorbed a lot of what was going on through osmosis and, and just being a kid in that, you know, from an early age, from about age 10 up until I graduated high school. And then I ran away to, to the Air Force for 22 years. And in the course of my Air Force career, although I was a security forces guy, I was also a EMT. I taught the EMT course for City College of Chicago. I was the medic uh, for my unit in the field many times. Wow. And so what I discovered was that you really, even from the layperson side, you really, really felt like I knew enough about the delivery of healthcare in the healthcare system. So fast forward 22 years, I get out. Uh, my father's still in the healthcare business, recruits me to come over to help him run his business, and we start working with a small physician group, about 40 docs, and we're doing Medicare Advantage and risk contracts with them, and it's very informative. But what we found out was that Doctors, like every other small business in the world, couldn't actually afford to buy the health care that they were providing. And we're like, that's terrible. So back before direct primary care was even called direct primary care, we actually contracted all the physicians we knew, which was about 550 of them in the state of, in, in the area of Houston, Texas, and we started to put together a subscription-based plan, and we added labs to that and imaging to that and eventually some indemnity coverage and some catastrophic coverage. So what we were able to construct was a hybrid subscription product with insurance that we could pull together and give to somebody for about $300. 
right? And we were able to do that back in 2005. Right. All right. So, wow, 2005, 300 bucks, and you're getting about 95% of your care taken care of. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. In 2015, this same group of doctors got with us and said, can you do this except make it look exactly like a major medical plan? You know, and we said, well, yeah, we had, you know, by that time we had advanced our learning quite a bit. You know, we understood what needed to be done for ERISA. We had all the core benefits already lined out, so we knew what that cost. And we figured, based on the actuarial tables, which my father actually helped write way back in the day, right. uh, we were able to we were able to put together something that was full insurance, self-insurance, of course, but we knew what the anticipated claims form was going to be. And we didn't have the load of the aggregate carrier and all the other stuff that the major that the major medical plans were bringing to it that were causing the plans to be so expensive. So while in 2015 plans were running 550, 600 bucks, ours were running about 450 bucks. All right, considerable savings. So we started first with our physician groups and then expanding out to other small and medium businesses in and around the Houston area. And those that have been with us for that time frame, with rare exception, haven't had a rate increase from 2015 to 2023. Right. And as we know, I mean, there was a ton of regulation around that time. There's been a ton of regulation since. It's an ever-evolving industry. So to stay, even from 2015, stagnant in the industry in terms of your premiums, that's extremely impressive. Right. I mean, we're effectively saying we had a rate reduction every year. If, yeah. you, if you figure healthcare has gone up 8, 10, 12 percent, and when the ACA came into play, the Affordable Care Act, it actually, instead of going down like they anticipated, jumped up significantly and continued to go up because of the extra regulatory burden. Fortunately, under ERISA, although you had some of that come over, some parity rules and things like that, you weren't burdened with all of it. So we were able to continue to contain costs and do proactive, what I'm going to call well care, right? A lot of people are in the health care business, yeah. but really they're in the sick care business, right? When Absolutely. you use health care, when you're sick, when you're sick. Yeah. And then and then what happens when you get sick well, and you've got one of these other plans? Well, most of the other plans have high co-pays, high co-insurance, large deductibles, $4,000 deductibles, $6,000 deductibles, 20%, 30%, sometimes 40% coinsurance, which blows my mind, you know, in addition to copays. And so part of our philosophy when we started in the business in 2015 was we were going to create a plan with no deductible and no coinsurance. And the reason for that is we understood that most average people don't even have $400 in the in the savings account to cover any catastrophic event, much less a healthcare one. And what we were ending up with was a with what we are today, a billion dollars, billion dollars in debt for the United States. Fifty percent of that is health care. Fifty percent of that is what causes people to go bankrupt. And we didn't want to be the plan that through plan design alone was causing individual employees in the plan to experience a bankruptcy event because they had a medical condition or medical emergency. So that's largely been kind of the driving factor behind everything you're doing, right? It's it's 
helping the consumer in a way that uh, makes it to where they don't just fall victim to a system that often victimizes people. Is that correct? Absolutely. I mean, insurance companies are in the business to make money. I mean, they, right. they're, they're public companies are in the business to make money, and, and that's okay. I mean, that's that's what we do here in America. But you also have to understand that they've been in the game a long time, so they know how to shift the risk. So when they shift the risk and say there's a $4,000 deductible, that's because they know that 87% of the claims that ever are going to be filed under that employer's plan are going to fall within that $4,000 deductible. So what's the plan's risk on that? Zero. Right. So really what they're doing is created a plan that's a very expensive catastrophic policy in the event that you end up in the emergency room. And they charge you a really high premium to do that. And uh, it's just, it's terrible. So, and I'll give you a great example. Somebody, uh, somebody goes into the, the hospital because they have a real emergency and they come away with a $50,000 bill. Now, they've been paying a $600, maybe even a $700 premium every month for 12 months. So they've already spent that money. But right. now they got a $50,000 bill looking at them. And they go, oh, what's my deductible? $4,000. So now, in addition to the premium, I've got to pay $4,000. Well, now it's a $46,000 bill. And then the insurance company says, that's awesome. Now pay 20% of that up to your maximum out of pocket, which could be another $8,000. So now for the privilege of having insurance, they've had to pay $12,000 before the insurance company paid anything. Right. Well, if you're an average employee out there, not one making six plus figures a year, that's you know that could be half your salary. You know, so now you're bankrupt. Now you, what are you, you going to do? Not eat, not have a house, not have a, not have an apartment, not drive your car. You got to do all those things. So then you end up going into some extensive medical debt or filing bankruptcy to try to get out of it. And it's painful. The whole process is painful. And it's all set up so it's not so the, the carriers are not there acting as your advocate to help you understand that, hey, maybe because of the salary you make, you actually were eligible for charitable benefits from that hospital. Uh, there might have been a way had they got in front of that been a way to get a reduced cost or a cash rate. So there's all different mechanisms that are out there in the world. But we as consumers of healthcare are terrible. We have been conditioned, I think, in many ways to be victims of a healthcare system that's designed to be so complicated that average Joe just doesn't get it. Right. Well, in that ideology is really present in the framework of your company, the plan itself. So I've realized from my experience here as a patient advocate, which is one of the services that the plan offers, is the minute there is a third party associated with or is in between me and the provider. So let's say the billing office that's in Tennessee, but the provider is located here in Houston. The minute that third party enters it, it complicates the entire situation. And so what you've done is added on these services like telemedicine and like labs and like imaging and worked with these provider contracts directly and worked with individualized providers directly to ensure that people can get the care that they need without anything falling apart for them. And we have care coordinators in-house. I mean, it's it's really quite impressive because it's all front loads 
because there's so many problems that can be caused on the back end, right? So it's let's get your appointment set up. Let's get everything taken care of for you. And I, I've been astounded by how much has been done to make sure that once someone gets on the plan, they're able to utilize it correctly and not just have some major horrible incident blow up everything for them. So it's, it's nice that people get to select their PCP. You've done amazing work here and making sure that people have that direct provider relation. Well, I think that's, I think that's a key part of it, right? I mean, we're dealing with human beings out there yeah. and, and unfortunately the quote unquote insurance company has been cast in the role of the, of the evil specter demon that's supposed to deny care and make sure, you know, you're not getting this yeah. and mitigate, mitigate, mitigate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and really that's just, that's just the wrong way to think about it. We wanted to come in and say, we are truly on the member side. We want them to get the best affordable, fair care, not, you know, it, which which is very important distinction, right? It's not go anywhere, do whatever you want. That's not good consumerism. You certainly wouldn't do that when you were shopping for yourself. We look for, hey, this. what's the quality of this? How much does that cost? What's the quality I'm looking for? How much does that cost? We do real comparisons for clothes, for food, you know, for cars, everything, you know. And then when we get into the healthcare space, it's like our brain falls out. Right. And we're like, just tell me what to do or or, or you just drive me. And, and that's fear driven. And I get it. When people are in a medical crisis, they're thinking through fear, not through what's going on. So. We designed this company to help people overcome that fear through education. Look, there's options through experience. You know, you can certainly go here and pay $25,000, right? But that doesn't mean you're going to have a better experience than if you go to the other location we would like you to go to and pay 6000 You know, the problem is we really have to change people's mindset about that and realize, and they have to realize that, the health care they're getting for their employer is their money instead of going, well, the insurance is paying for it. No, you're paying no. for it. Yeah, You're paying for it through premiums and you're paying it for, for increased premiums every year. So every year you're a bad consumer and you don't understand how the system works is another year you're going to have to pay more because education's expensive. All right. And what we do is try to get in on the front end of that, bring in in the education Educate members, make them great consumers of healthcare, make them our partners where we're partnering with them so we can get them what they need, when they need it, at the most affordable rate possible. And by doing that, we can actually control what that premium needs to be and make sure that it, you know, doesn't rise or even it does have to just a little bit every year, you know. So the savings go back to the employer, which they can reinvest in their business, grow, hire more people, give give salary increases. There's all kinds of benefits when you're not having to put money out the door on healthcare. Yeah, and it really is a no-brainer from the employer standpoint if you're able to not only reinvest those savings, but to bring to your employees something that works for them rather than just being some sort of ambiguous ancillary benefit to their employment, right? Some random thing that may not even function the way that they need it to. So I 
really enjoy that aspect of this company because you've put it at the forefront, including direct provider relations, right? Let's cut out the middleman. Let's eliminate your billing office altogether and work with the providers that are going to be seeing our members so that they feel like the insurance is also on their side. Because there's been a lot of uh, almost like a civil war in the healthcare industry, right, between the insurance company and the provider themselves. So I think you've put in a lot of legwork to make sure that that's just not even an issue. Right. Well, we know that 85% of the care is done at that foundational level. So if you've got great primary care doctors and labs and imaging and all those things, and you've got it set up where all of that zero copay, no barrier, we want the, the doctors that are providing that initial level of care to have all the diagnostic tools that they need at their fingertips so they can make the best uh, type of Diagnosis. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to, they want to make the best diagnosis possible first, right? So we're not into the, you know, what we would consider, you know, well, it's medical science, you know, instead of medical mysticism. We want them to use the science so they can make the right diagnosis, so they can get proactive in the well care business, not in the sick care business. Right. You know, it's you, you think about some of these these large carriers and they're consolidating and they're consolidating and now they own the pharmacy and now they own the hospital. And now that, you know, how much can you trust a large company whose business model relies on you being sick all the time? Right. You and know? spending as much money as possible in at every given point in the journey. Exactly. And it shows up right there. You can look on wall street. It shows up in the revenue cycle, you know, right there in their reports. Wow. They are doing great taking my money from me. Yeah. All right. And what we want to do is switch that paradigm around, make you a smart consumer. You know, we have, you know, we, we talk about being transparent. Our plan is completely transparent. So all of our rates are visible and they're flat. Just like we do with the doctors and the labs and the other stuff, our rates for as a third party administrator are absolutely transparent and flat. And, the only reason your plan expense goes up is if we need to put more money in your claims fund to take care of you because our rates aren't changing. And so that's that's really the difference. We don't own pharmacies. We don't own the labs. We don't know. So we don't get paid any more or less, you know, based on the care that you need. We are truly in the wellness business. We want you to get proactive care early. We want you to be able to take care of yourself, live better live a better life, live a healthier life, you know, and isn't that the goal? I mean, nobody wants to walk around being sick, so why don't we work on walking around being well? Right. So talk to us real quick um, before we end out today. What is the idealism behind the uh, podcast? Is it very similar? You're, you're hoping to inform people about uh, the in, not what the industry standard is, but what the industry standard should be in their life. Right. Yeah. We really want to disrupt. We really want to disrupt the thinking as much as the process. And the only way to do that is to get people engaged in a conversation about healthcare and their healthcare experience and what we can do to help turn that experience around. And so it, instead of being a negative experience, it's a positive experience and how we can educate them to be better consumers, really lifting the shroud of of confusion that surrounds all medical, all medical care, and 
simplifying it, clarifying it, and being able to answer and respond to questions. So our hope is as we move forward in these podcasts, we'll do them live. We'll get it. We'll get people to call in. We'll discuss what what their struggle is, and uh, hopefully we can help answer some questions and solve things. And I think that's the best benefit that we can have. Not just going to whine about, oh, it's terrible. Woe is me. You know, what can we do to solve it together as a plan, as an employee, a customer, you know, and even as a carrier? What what is it that we can do all together to to disrupt the 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 confusion that we have right now and turn it into actual a real system that actually serves the people? So I can personally say if I can shill shill here for a minute, um, the pulse of healthcare is going to be available on nearly every podcast platform that we can put it on. So whatever your avenue is, whether that be Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff, you will be able to find the audio recording after the fact. Now, like Dr. John said, we'll be able to uh, stream live to YouTube eventually. And so the hopes is that there will be live chat. It can be engaging. People can ask questions on the fly. And it really just becomes a conversation with you, whatever guest you have, and whatever questions people have for you or that guest. And so uh, pretty exciting things coming down the pipeline. The plan sounds great. How do people find out about the plan, find more details? How do they reach out to us? How do they say, I'm an employer and I'm listening to this? How do I look into this for my business? Well, you can always jump on our website, ovation.health. Pretty straightforward. Click on it. Say, hey, I'm interested. Send us a note through that. You can call our our 866-549-4199. That's our office. We're here. We do pick up the phone. Yeah, I'm one of the people you'll probably get. (laughs) Right. And say, hey, I'm an employer. I heard about your plan, and uh, I'd love to learn more. And we will certainly get you all the information you need. Uh, We, um, you know, with the right information, we can turn a quote around in two days. So we're very fast very responsive and getting people taken care of. And again, we're going to be very concierge in that we want you to know what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it, and get your employees on the right path to great health care at some of the lowest prices they'll ever see. Absolutely. So make sure you check out ovation.health. So that is O-V-A-T-I-O-N.health. That's where you can find more details. Our phone number will also be on that website. And, uh, Yeah, Dr. John, thank you for speaking today about the plan and kind of giving an introduction to everything. Is there anything you want to say before we close out? No, thanks, Chad, and I look forward to doing this more often. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you.